What's up, Joes? And welcome to another episode of the Average Joes MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan, joined as always by my co-host, the host of the Full Heel Podcast. Hi, Rafa. What's going on, Jeff? Not shit, brother. What's going on with you, man? Uh, just here grinding up some bud. Yeah. Uh, Waiting to talk some shit. Talk some shit. Time to talk that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Just another fucking another day in the weed industry. You're showing me some of uh, yeah. what, you're, what you're smoking on. That shit is nice. Yeah, man. I'm about to light up a light up a little joint of some wedding cake with a little bit of uh, ghost cookies. Nice, dude. Nice. Mine's a mountain girl. Oh yeah, a little Girl Scout cookie and something probably. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's purple. The nugs are small, but they're purple and frosty. That's all that really matters. Yeah, I uh, like I was telling you. I um, hopefully made a deal with a new future supplier for my dispensary today. So I'm wheeling and dealing, baby. I'm wheeling and dealing, baby. I'm making moves and purchasing weed and buying concentrates and yeah. hard times, but baby. Hard here's times. A, here's a... Some advice. Only buy the the weed that uh, smells funky like a monkey, brother. Oh yeah, baby. You know it's, it's gotta be funky like a monkey. Well, I ain't smoking it. Ooh, it's hard times, but it ain't that kind of hard times. Yeah, I need to find me. I need to find me a job in the green industry. <laughs> yeah, you do, man. I want I want that for you so badly. I want all my friends to find that love weed to find jobs in the weed industry, dude. Because like. I got eleven years under my belt. That's some, that's some experience. Yeah, man. I grew a little bit. I wouldn't mind growing more now that it's going to be recreational, and uh, perf- not perfecting, but actually getting better at it. <laughs> but uh, I want to, you know, see see the see the industry. I've already worked with customer service and restaurants, <laughs> right on the factory side of stuff, and managing. Uh, in restaurants and stuff like that, getting product out on a super fast basis. So I would like to see how the weed industry is run because I, I've heard uh, shit from, like, California people that um, – well, the people smoke, the ones that fucking work there, but, like, the manager's got to be like, come on, guys. Like, you guys can smoke, but don't be fucking lazy. And it's like, these motherfuckers? God damn it. I want to kill them. Like, I got to I gotta smoke weed and be productive as fuck over here if I want to get well, – keep my job. Mm-hmm. I get fired. Like, I just – I do shit when I'm high. I was, uh, there's a guy I follow on Instagram. He, uh, his name is Adam Ill. And if you've ever watched anything on Be Real TV, you've probably seen him, uh, getting high with Adam. Uh, he's a major, major, just like known presence in the cannabis industry. Uh, but he gets at, he, he was, he posted on Instagram the other day and he's like, I get asked all the time, like, you know, how do you get in the industry? What's the best way to get? He said, just take any job in the industry i wish you guys could see jeff right now he's all manager on my ass right now i know i'm wearing a polo i'm wearing a polo and shit like i'm kind of taking offense to it because you're kind of like trying to i'm sorry i didn't have time i should have changed shirts but it would have taken longer than i needed to and i already took enough time today i was trying to be quick corporate jeff i'm not nah fuck no 
No. Nah. You gonna come in with a suit next time? Nah, bro. You'll never catch me in a suit. The polo. Million dollar jet. The polo. The polo or like the short sleeve button collared shirt is about the close you're gonna get me. Like. We have to wear polos. Like as soon as I get some fucking gear from some of these farmers and growers and shit, like I'll be wearing that shit all the time at work. Cresco and fucking Highlight Farms and whatever. I, I didn't realize um, I had so much nice clothes. So congratulations to my frat brother uh, Frankie Frank Mysterio. He's always oh. on the podcast on Full Heel Podcast for you guys. Yeah, shout out One to Frankie. Frank, yeah, he got engaged. So. Um, he invited everyone out to celebrate on Saturday to just the bar to have some drinks. But I'm like, all right, I'll go. And then I started checking my clothes, and I had, like, a bunch of, like, dress pants and, like, a couple new pairs of jeans from what was previously known as 5'4", but now is Menlo Club. Okay. Um, I've been on and off with them. So, like, I've been subscribed. I'm part of it, but you could pause your subscription, uh, like, a month, and then next month you have to get it. And then it's... If you do one month, you could pause a month. And you do one month, you could pause a month and then still continue to be part of their subscription basis. So I've been doing that for like two years now. And like I got shoes, pants, shirts, and I've just been putting them in drawers and putting them uh, and hanging up the pants. So like this is one of the first times I actually went out. And I'm like, eh, you know what? Uh, let's switch it up from a Marvel shirt or a WWE shirt. Let's go just with the nice plain shirt. And I found myself all gay about it, modeling pants and shirts and different I'm like, well, maybe if I do dress pants with this button shirt and this color with that color. And it was just like, Rafa, what are you doing here? But it was cool to see that I had a bunch of clothes that I had just been storing away that I could wear out to like a bar or like to a, some event that, you know, calls for a dress shirt or just maybe like a polo shirt, a nice plain polo shirt with a pocket and some a nice pair of dress pants. Uh, and um, I also sub- subscribed to uh, Scentbird, Scentbox. Ooh. Scentbird. The Scentbird, yeah, yeah. You know what that is, right? Yep. Yeah, where they yeah, send you so a bunch of colognes. Yeah, so you get a month, uh, you get a sample size cologne monthly for 15 bucks. Uh, I don't know how many, it's a 30-day supply every time they send you one, but um, you get up the, the amount for like a couple bucks more or something, you get two a month. But you get to pick designer fragrances like Versace, uh, Dolce Gabbana, uh, I don't know, all, all the other ones. Those are the only ones that I know. You want to you hear something crazy? I, uh, well, I, I still get complimented on it all the time, but I've been wearing the same brand of cologne for like 16, 17, 18 years, 18 years probably. Since I was 18, I used to wear Adidas. And then I found this other clone, and I switched to it, and I've been wearing it ever since. And it's not fav- too overbearing, so... My favorite is the Agua de, Agua de Joe. Okay. Uh, I don't know who makes it. Yeah, I don't know who makes it. Uh, yeah, Giorgio Armani, I think. Mm-hmm. Something like that. I think so. But, like, I wear cheap cologne, dude. It's like an Avon brand cologne. I'm giving away my secret, but it's an Avon brand, but it's like a good Avon brand, and I've but it smells kind of similar to a, a pretty expensive cologne, mm-hmm. so a lot of people think it's that, and I'm like, no, nah, man. Yeah, I got Versace coming next uh, month, and my brother gave me a referral code, so we each get an extra sample one for free. Tight. Yeah, so I got that going. I might start going out more because I was feeling myself. I had new clothes, new everything. 
a new shoes. Yeah, um, you lost a little, you lost some weight. Like you, yeah, that's what I was about to mention. There was fucking just trolls out there and like fat chicks and like then the, the hot chicks were like with weak sauce ass dudes with like Mr. Burns arms and like bird chests and I was like, either everyone here at the bar sucks or I'm fucking badass and I'm like you know what I'm just badass. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I was telling Frankie, you know, I'm like, what the hell's going on, man? And I'm like, uh, everyone turning 30 is either getting married and kind of just like, whatever, I'm getting married, I don't give a fuck. Not Frankie, Frankie works at Little Kicker, so that motherfucker runs around all day. But like a bunch of my friends and like my peers, they're all fat. Like, and I was the fat one, and now they're the fat ones at 30. And I'm like, so what happens at 30, bro? I'm like, hey, what's going fat. on here? I'm like, I'm going down and you guys are going up. And I'm like, I'm like, I'd be even skinnier if I didn't throw on my back two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I'm like, I'd be even that much, that much fitter. You guys are slacking. I'm like, let's get on the fucking not eating so much. But like, I look around and there was like fat chicks checking me out. I'm like, gross. <laughs> what the fuck? And then, like, I was looking around, and I'm like, okay. Take okay, it, take start, it as a compliment. They, they I think you're coming out more. They nah, think you're nah. pretty. They should look at their own kind. That's their f- own their, their own job of the huts. That's fucked up. <laughs> Which I just bought a job of the hut. <laughs> that's that that's fucked up. You can't. I'm kidding. I know I'm you kidding. are. I know you are. There's some fat girls that are kind of cute out there. There's plenty There's of them out there. Yeah. <laughs> There's plenty of them. It's just this batch happened to be trolls. <laughs> Once again, the opinions of Raphael Chaitez. <laughs> Disclaimer. Uh, I love them all. I love women. Fucking Nero. Uh, I got there. Uh, he was there. I uh, shook up with Frankie, gave him a hug. Shook up with Nero, gave him a hug. I don't have any problems with them. But two of my other friends were there, and I just shook up with them. I'm not an asshole. And they're like, give me a hug. And I'm like, the fuck out of here, dude. You didn't. I didn't tell him that, but I was like, "Yeah, leave me alone, dude. You didn't invite me to your wedding. I know what's going on." Frat like, brothers. We don't, ha- we, don't ha- we don't. Yeah, I'm like, we don't have to pretend. Fuck that. All right, so I'm like, is, "Yeah, whatever, dude. What's up?" Is Nero in the rewrites? No, he's no. Okay. Uh, he's always just around. Okay. Uh, he's he does, he's been on the podcast. He just hasn't recently. That's where. Okay, that's where it's from. It's from. Yeah, because of his job, uh, he can't smoke because he was working for Boeing. Ah, so, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So like he like, and this room gets hot box. So oh, for sure. Just, I've I've been in the studio, <laughs> yeah. just you and I. I can imagine when yeah. you have a few more and like, blunts yeah, are being are smoked. Just, are you there? And it's like, yeah, I'm right here, dude. It's like, oh shit, sorry. This yeah, is you you and I definitely clouded up the the, the studio <laughs> while I was in Chicago. Oh, uh, my dad laughs when he comes up here and he sees all the smoke. He's like, God damn, he's like he's smoking a lot. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what? You you want some? Yeah, so that's why he had to come around. But uh, no, nah, he bought me like uh, he's like, you want something to drink? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, give me a beer or something. And then he's like, nah, nah, I got you. And he came back with like a fucking a little glass of fucking something on the rocks, like tequila on the rocks or something. And I'm like, god damn. I drank that. And then uh, later on, he's like, hey Frankie, you want a shot? And because uh, it was he wanted a toast. And then he's yeah. like, hey Rafa, you want a shot too? And I'm like, nah, dude, I want a beer or something. He's like, nah, fuck that. Comes back with shots, and I'm taking shots. And I'm like, god fucking damn it. I'm like, I better get out of here before this motherfucker makes me keep drinking. But um, they were yeah. just happy. Frankie, Frankie was kind of drunk. Yeah, man, that's really awesome. I'm super happy for Frankie too. I'm uh, yeah, I'm stoked for him. Congratulations. Everyone, everyone around him's getting engaged. He had to. Yeah, he's been with his girlfriend since damn freshman year of college. I was gonna say, yeah, it's been a while, right? Yeah, freshman yeah. year of college. 
Yeah. I remember seeing their love flourish because Frankie would come around to the house because he joined second semester of his freshman year right around the time that he, I, I remember them going out. They, was part, they had met before. They were both freshmen, but I remember seeing them around the house at parties and then like them talk more and then them get together and I was like, oh, how cute. <laughs> well, and fucking speaking of, of Frankie and, and Toucan, like beep, 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 breaking news on the fucking average Joes. I got the rewrites coming up to Muskegon. What? What? And rumor has yeah. it, rumor has it, their road manager, Rafa, is coming with them. Yeah, I kind of have to, don't I? You do have to. I think that's fucking. Yeah. I think if you didn't, I'd be offended. Yeah. So I don't know what day it is, but it was like sometime. It's a, it's a Friday. It's November twenty second. Yeah. What do you know? Well, well, I guess I'd have to talk to them because it's in the afternoon, right? Evening or night? Evening. Night. Yeah, evening. Yeah. I want to see what time they leave because I could leave work like at one thirty or something, or just put an extra hours leave early. That yeah. way, I don't even have to use my day. Yeah, come up a little early, you know, get there and fucking hang out and have some pizza. Mm-hmm. And it's a shit. I mean, it's the end of November, so the weather's probably not going to be great. It's like I told Frankie, it's kind of a, it's probably not the the, it's not the coolest time to come to Muskegon to see it. Yeah. But like, I had this opportunity, and I was like, I want to get the rewrites up here. Cause see. What I want, what I, what I would like to do is like, you know, in the springtime or whatever, you know, they, they got a show. Maybe we can jump on it and we can come to Chicago. Jump on it. Muskegon. Me and jump the, on it. Me and, me and the band can come down and we can play a show in Chicago with the rewrites and <coughs> we can all hang out. and <coughs> They do shows all around. I'm pretty sure they'd be able to put I you can, for something. I can say I played in... The, the the right part of Illinois before I retire. And instead of Danville? Yeah. I mean, Danville was cool. Don't get me wrong. I had a blast down there. And fucking the store was super dope. But, like, yeah, I want to I wanna play, you know, play up. Yeah, there. well, you're white, so Danville's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely a very white town. That's for sure. Yes. Yeah, we stayed away from Danville. Yeah, understand. Uh, not too far from there, but yeah, we didn't go too much just because. Just because. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I'm I'll white. I'm white, but I'm not like, I'm not like Danville or like Indiana white. Hmm. Well, no, well, Indiana's where the KKK is from. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not Indiana white. Like, I'm not even like, I'm not unseasoned chicken breast white. You know what I mean? Like, I'm white, but I'm not white. Mm-hmm. You're a uh, juggalo white. No, I'm definitely not juggalo white. You're a juggalo. Stop lying. If anybody on this show is a juggalo, it's you. I don't have any ICP in my musical library. How about you, Rafa? Uh, if I didn't delete it, I will, but it was in there. I won't lie. It was in there. It was in there. I didn't listen to it. I have a lot of stuff. You saw my, you saw that gigantic collection of music my cousin gave me. Hey man, I'm I just, just never deleted it because no one ever, no one ever brought brought it up till, till you started making fun of me for it. Because uh, I never played it. I never play him. So, ask Frankie. He knows. I've played some questionable stuff to as a, as being funny in the house because we lived together when they were freshmen and shit. Well, I, they were at the house a lot when he was a freshman, but uh. I'm saying clown posse wasn't one of them. I ain't scolded my niece because she's because I was when we ride around, she listens to my music, and then we got home and she's like, "Hey, have you ever heard of this?" 
And she put insane clown posse on, and I was, and I'm like, you ever put that on in my presence again? I'm <laughs> going to beat you to death. And she's like, what? I'm Why? Go- I'm going to get down with you. Whoop whoop. <laughs> what? <laughs> that would have been that, hilarious. That's what you were gonna say to her. That would have been hilarious. You were gonna say that this one goes out to all the juggalos and juggalettes. Don't try this at the, home, and I hope you liked it. Whoop, whoop. You ever seen the transformation uh, thing of uh, Guy Fieri, the guy from Smash Mouth, and the clown from uh, <laughs> the Violent J? Yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> they all transform into one another. That's yeah. pretty hilarious. <laughs> Violent Rafa. Yeah, no, I uh, every time uh, Eminem comes on, I tell my niece, I'm like, "This is why I hate Insane Clown Posse." I'm like, "I've always been an Eminem fan." He taught me to hate Insane Clown Posse, and he's from Detroit. So, if anything, if they were cool, they would have been cool with Eminem. They weren't cool. <laughs> they were cool with Eminem. I was gonna say they're definitely all from Detroit. Mm-hmm. That's that is one hundred percent legitimate correct. They are all from Detroit. It's funny because they were in WWE, so that's even more of a reason that that I should like them. I was going to say, they're pro wrestlers. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't consider them pro wrestlers. I would consider them uh, clowns that did (coughs) wrestling. Well, no. Wait. Bylon J was, like, legitimately trained uh, at one point, and he wrestled for the Sheik. Mm, tell me more. Tell me more, Jeff. <laughs> I know my I know my Michigan wrestling history, man. Motor City fucking wrestling. Or you know, or you know you're in St. Clown. Or you know you're Violent J. <laughs> nah, man. Look, Sabu, fucking Sheik. <laughs> the Sheik ran the the territories. No, no, I, I I just don't. I get it. I don't know why they were. Well, I get why they were in wrestling. I don't like it. No, like I'm not too. saying like... I'm not saying you should like it. I'm just saying like at least they were trained. Yeah. And legitimate like legit could legitimately yeah, They were around for a bit, right? No, that dude they were in w, WWE, they were in WCW. Yeah, right. But they, they were they were in and out, but they were, I remember that at least for like a year or two well, they yeah, were around. They came around with the oddities. They were they were the oddities. They were the oddities theme song. And then uh I don't remember. They were. I mean, they were in WCW maybe twice because they they did shit with Vampiro. <coughs> I need to ask my cousin why he had the insane clown posse. Mm. He's down with the clown, bro. I'm gonna get to. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. Which makes you down by the clown by law. <coughs> well, if that makes me down by the clown by law, and you being from Michigan and then being from Detroit, well, then by proximity. You're down with the clown too, Jeff. <laughs> you would think that, but I'm on the other side of the fence. Look, and I'm not trying to be like Trudeau or anything. I did crow face one time. That's not insane clown posse face. I know that's close. I know that's close, but it was the crow, and I'm sticking to it, all right? <laughs> And I, I might have made a sting mask in art class. Again, close, but not insane clown posse. I mean, it just, a, just a couple more black smudges in there, and then you're there, I bro. I think fickle fans. All the fans are adding colors now. Before, it was just black and white, wasn't it? 
Probably. I don't know. I see them with colors now. Maybe. I see them. They're identifying themselves. Gang members, man. They're on a federal watch list. Oh, yeah, right? Weren't they hashtagging we are not a gang? Yeah. Yeah, dude. They were on, like, a federal watch list and shit. Real motherfucking life. A bunch of clowns. A bunch of fucking <laughs> clowns. Dude, we're getting uh, getting closer and closer to the, uh, the the debut of the Wednesday Night Wars. Ooh, shots fired yesterday night. Not only in rumors, well, not even rumors and in interviews. Uh, not only did Kenny Omega said that they were not going to showcase de- developmental talent, they were showcasing superstars. I forgot what else he said, but then other superstars uh, chimed back and said, we weren't de- developmental talent when we were outclassing you on, I forget what, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling pay-per-view. And um, I actually put it up in the Full Hill podcast group. Uh, there's a link to those two stories on there uh, and the matches on there, too, the one that the guy referred to. But uh, NXT was on USA yesterday, only for an hour, though, the first hour, and then it moved over to the network. But they had a pretty good two-hour show, um, which uh, had an invasion angle from NXT UK. The UK guys, I forget their names. Um, th- their champion came over with, like, four or five guys, and they... Uh, Joe Coffey? No, uh, Walter. Oh, I heard. I, 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 I didn't know. I was unaware until I was listening to uh, Cornette's. Cornette watched uh, the NXT UK TakeOver thing a week ago or whatever it was. And he mentioned Joe Coffey being there. And I, I was unaware of that because I, I, Joe Coffey was an ICW standout for a long time. I loved Joe Coffey. He used to come out to Iron Man and was like fucking painted. Yeah, I know that. They have Alexander Wolf from the Undisputed Era. I forgot what other guys. It, it might, one of the guys might have been that. They're all wearing, like, black jumpsuits. And um, I forgot exactly what they're calling each other. But they're they're taking over NXT because they're NXT UK. So they're coming over and be like, hey, we're the better brand or whatever. Right. Uh, the women four, four-way number one contender match was good. The, the one that aired for um, USA. Roderick Strong got his title, a USA title. Yeah, so now the... Undisputed Era has tag team titles, NXT champion or NXT heavyweight champion, and North American champion. So they have all the gold. I, I also found out from that episode of Cornette that NXT signed Kaylee Ray, which I was unaware of, and she had a match with Tony Storm, which I would like to check out. Mm-hmm. I love Kaylee. Kaylee Ray's the one. Or Kaylee Ray's the one that got away from AEW. No. Recently, or, or was that someone else? That was someone else, I think. Okay. There's a different girl. That that's like Kylie Ray, I think. This is Kaylee. The, this girl I'm talking about is Kaylee Ray. She's a redhead. Okay. Um, she was in ICW for a long, long time with her boyfriend uh, Stevie Boy. But she's she kind of reminds me of. Like Alita, kind of, but a little better of a, a not more, not an acrobatic wrestler, not as much of an acrobatic wrestler, but just a good wrestler overall. But just her attitude and everything about her, I like Kaylee Ray a lot. And good on them to find out that she's in NXT. Maybe she, maybe she was the one that got it. I didn't know she was if she wasn't AEW. So, but I thought it was a different girl. 
I don't know. Some girl, some smiley girl got released from AEW. Yeah, there's, no. There's that's... rumors that she's going to uh, NXT. No, that that's uh, I think that's Kylie Ray or something. No, okay, is... they're very similar names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is this is Kaylee Ray. She's she's a redhead. Check her out. She she took on Tony Storm at the NXT Takeover UK thing. I just can't. I don't know. I want. I kind of want to, but I just never really bring myself to watch it. Oh, she took the belt off of uh, Storm. Yeah, she took the belt off of Tony Storm. Yeah, I saw that match. Yeah, that's that's Kaylee Ray. Okay. She's she's badass. Like she's enough to I almost would probably start watching NXT to see her again because I really enjoyed her work in in. ICW. I love Tony Storm. I hate that they took the belt off of her, but I think they're moving her to NXT. NXT. Tony Tony Storm was over in uh, ICW for a while too yeah. before she came over mm-hmm. to NXT. So her and her and Kaylee got a history. That white girl's got a booty. Yes, she does. She's a sexy, sexy woman. Yep. But uh, definitely excited for these wars. Shots fired by AEW. Man. Kenny Omega. Fucking Omega, shut the fuck up. Just wrestling, NXT's, bro. yeah, NXT's shooting back just by wrestling. Um, Brock Lesnar versus Kofi's going to debut on uh, the FX Network, the first SmackDown. He came out and challenged Kofi for the title. Good matches already advertised for that first episode of, uh, I can't remember what they're calling it. Dynamite? Dynamite, thank you. Yeah, Wednesday Night Dynamite. Um, Did Kofi. I didn't send you the commercial? No. no. Right. I had I had the, I have the commercial for, uh, well, I put it up in the in the group. I could send it to you. Yeah. Um, I, my, my buddy, uh, Cam just mentioned it to me in conversation because I had messaged him earlier about. Yeah, I guess it's their first commercial for Dynamite. It's okay. like a forty-second-long commercial. Yeah, I've been I've been checking out like the Road to AEW uh, on Wednesdays, you know, the show, but um, they they hadn't announced the name of it there yet. Mm-hmm. Nitro Dynamite. What? Yep. Yeah, I know. I know. What if they get a second show and then it's Thunder, or and then this one's going to be Lightning or something? <laughs> Now, but wait, you got Cody Rhodes versus uh, Sammy Guevara. Um, Kenny, the Young Bucks versus Jericho and his mystery partners. Mm. Moxley's taking on somebody. And then uh, the start of the tag team tournament. The Lucha Brothers are taking on uh, Luchasaurus and um, Jungle Boy. You've got the Best Friends versus Private Party, maybe? I'm really glad that you're our friend. <laughs> Which means you're going to probably see Orange Cassidy. Oh, God, that guy. Fucking Pockets. Let fucking Tommy Dreamer get a whack at him again. I yeah, like that. No shit. I'm in for that. I'm in for that Orange Cassidy match again. I'm here. I'm here for the Lucha Brothers versus Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, though. I'm all in for. Oh, that. I'm I'm all in for this dynamite thing. I'm gonna. Uh, I want to start learning who these characters are, and see if we can get some good storylines and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad I've had watched all of the events that they did this summer, so I've been able to keep with the. 
some of the storylines that they built off of. Oh, and the Nyla Rose versus Riho for the mm. women's championship. We we just broke down Clash of Champions this past weekend. The 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 new Clash of Champions. Yeah, yeah, the, the newest one that came out. I hate the fact that they're using that name. <laughs> the old WCW name. Yep. Uh, so Seth beat Braun, but at the end, uh, the Fiend came out and attacked him with the Mandible Claw, and that's how they went off air with the I Fiend attacking Rollins. That. Yeah, I read that. The next day, Kane came out to help Rollins when he was getting beat by a bunch of guys, and then Kane was calling for his. Uh, after he beat up everyone, he was calling for his fire entrance or whatever and it, it lights were just like going off like and he's like what the hell's going on and then a lot of them go off and then they reappear like some of them and then the fiend's there and he gets the man of a claw on Kane, and they go off with the fun house music playing and like slowing drone and speeding up and then slowing down and chopping in and out and like they added new lyrics to it that's fucking or, bruce or they extended it and then it just it went off air with that and it was that's just how it ended. That's Bruce. And um, they're actually continuing with storylines. They're not killing them off after one pay per view to another. Like they're still going with them, and maybe they're just tying it up or whatever to continue. But there's well, continuity. The story storyline. The storyline story shit's Paul. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's Paul for sure. But like the shit with the fiend. Is got to be is is a combination of Bruce and Paul, because that that the fiend is I, 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 is Bruce's fucking baby. They're giving him. I mean, to it's, it's equal parts. It's equal parts with fucking Bray. Obviously, the 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 person has to make the character come to life. But those Firehouse Funfly or whatever <laughs> Firefly Funhouse uh, things just screamed Bruce Pritchard all over them being the producer on that shit. If WWE can cut some promos, extend some of the matches, and let them wrestle a little bit more, we can have a badass war on our hands. And I'm excited because I'm 165 episodes into this podcast, and I don't mind uh, keep on going. I well, I'm gonna I was gonna keep on going no matter what, but now with this wrestling war going, fight companions. Um, See, I, I was looking at uh, quick sidebar. Two of my highest viewed uh, episodes, over 2,500 views for both of them. Uh, Kovalev versus Ward. Um, one of my most viewed as well, top five, Canelo versus Chavez Jr. November 2nd, Kovalev is taking on uh, Canelo in what I want to be my record-breaking <laughs> episode for views. But I gotta start promoting it soon. I gotta start making fucking posters and talking about it more, breaking it down, because this is gonna be a fight. Well, you know, you got fucking an episode here every week to feel free to promo it. Boom, boom, and you know I'll share shit. We'll get you. We'll get you up there, brother. We we'll get you up there. Yeah, I gotta get this episode. Um, to but uh, yeah, no, this war is gonna be awesome. But I'm I not see, next month. Here's the thing, though, that kind of. Like, I'm very excited, but I'm nervous, too. Like, I know what this is going to do to Vince as far as, like, the way his brain operates. And he is going to go out of his way to try to 
destroy this company. He's going to do everything in his power to fucking try to destroy and make this company fail so he doesn't have competition again. XFL's coming, dude. He's got a lot on his plate now. Right. But he's got to he's got to loosen the reins. He, he I don't think he he if he's going to loosen the reins on anything, it's going to be the XFL. He's going to let football people deal with that. I just think he's out of touch with uh, WWE storylines and. I don't disagree with that bit at all, man. That's that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, no, no, no. But he's not gonna let. He's not gonna let, but, let go. But, I, I get that. He's not right. letting go. Of I've that. I've seen this play out with Vince McMahon mm-hmm. multiple times, not just the WCW thing. Like you know, I was around for the at the end of some of the of the territories and shit too. It's gonna it's gonna have to fail. The XFL is gonna have to fail, and he's gonna have to focus on WWE because. AW is coming. TNA is moving to I forgot what night on Axis. TNA is a, is an afterthought to him. He does, that but, that's that's Ring of, TNA Honor. Bought Ring of Honor. But I think TNA bought Ring of Honor. I forgot what company bought Ring of Honor or is going to be working with Ring of Honor. I think it was TNA, um, which is pretty pretty big. I, I, I'm assuming because mm. if it's AEW or if it's TNA, they both have TV deals. Yeah, but here's the thing. So, them being on access, it, it's good. It's good for them. They need TV, and it's it's a little bit better of an audience. But it's it's the same thing to me as MLW being on being sports. You know what I mean? Like I tried to watch an, an MLW show from a few weeks ago. I had DVR on here because I get being sports through PlayStation, and. Eh, it's it's okay. Like you can tell, Tony's being piped in from somewhere wherever he recorded his his shit and was not there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the 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 production of it's kind of meh. You know, and the wrestling was okay. There, I know there are good guys that wrestle in MLW, but a lot of them are going to AEW now when. Like MJF and Hangman Adam Page and others, they're they're finishing up their commitments to their independent shit, and as soon as October hits, they're done and they go to AEW full time, except for the ones that have deals to work in Japan. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, TNA has tried this too much. That, that's why that that's another reason why I write this off with them getting you access. You have no like faith it. in Dixie Carter, you bastard, bro. Do you know how long? <laughs> do you do you know how long I've watched this scenario play out with Dixie Carter trying to keep this company alive? Yeah, and no, I've heard a couple of episodes. Or is it two episodes? There's I think two, I've heard two episodes that Bruce did. I, I heard them archives. both heard. Yeah, yeah, like strictly on TNA where he goes into like five hours. Yeah, she wants celebrities, and she wants to be the main focus. I mean, Billy Corgan had control of it, and Dixie fucked that up. And now yeah. Billy, and now Billy's resurrecting the NWA with a, a studio show. Despite all his rage, he's still just a rat in the cage. Yeah, you know, if it wasn't for Billy, Billy saved a lot of shit, and Dixie would have fucking lost everything. Yeah, because people came in and paid her. She was about to lose it again after the Billy thing, after he sued them. Um, she was about to lose everything again, but some backers came in and gave her a bunch of money to pay off her debt. 
and the talent. And that's there. I don't know how they've been able to survive from there, but they have been able to. I think they were on the fight network. They uh, have, they've been, they've had their stuff on fight. Um, they haven't, I don't think had like a, a network TV deal in mm-hmm. a while. But Access dropped some MMA and they're putting on this. They dropped the uh, was it one? No, no, because I think Bleacher Report has something with one, and one it might also be on. Who was I on forgot, Access? No, it was a lower league though. It was um PFL. No, no, PFL's on ESPN. No, it was like um, it was a it was a smaller league, not not even like close to bigger caliber, if I remember right. Mm-mm. It was like because Pat Militich was like working there as a commentator or something. Yeah, I forgot exactly what it was. I can't remember either. It was somebody that like they used to get fighters from for looking for a fight. But anyway. Um. Yeah. So they're they're making the switch to to wrestling and hoping that TNA is going to do it. But what has TNA got to offer? Talent wise, nothing really. They just lost LAX. That was their biggest draw, I think, tag team wise. If they are with Ring of Honor, which I don't, I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm I'm fifty fifty now on that. Uh, Jay Lethal, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But he'll leave to AEW. How long before he takes off to AEW? I don't know. Jay, Jay Lethal's old, too. Like, that, I don't want to really see Christopher Daniels that much anymore. Like, I've been watching Christopher Daniels for a long time. Was it LFA? It might have been. I think, I think that sounds right. Yeah, 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 it was LFA. Yeah, I'm guessing that's what it was. So currently, Sinclair Broadcasting still owns uh, Ring of Honor. Okay. But that doesn't mean they're not in negotiations with somebody else, obviously. Yeah, it's Legacy Fight. Uh, a fighting alliance. They're leaving access. Yeah, they used to be. It was like two two fight leagues that merged. LFA was. It was like Legacy and RFA, and then they merged together and became Legacy Fighting Alliance. Alliance, or yeah, it was like Legacy Fighting Championship and RFA or something like that. Yeah. Fucking Anderson's manager is involved in that shit somehow. Uh, Ed Soren or whatever. Yeah, Ed Soren's. Mm-hmm. Ed Butt Soren's. Ed Butt Soren's. Yeah, he's in that shit. That's his middle name. He's in that shit. Um. Well, I guess we should probably hit some fights. I'm about 40 minutes in. All right. All right. I mean, you know, a good fight to talk about. What? What are you talking about? What? I mean, it wasn't like a thrilling fight, but it was a good fight. Fucking Gaethje, man. Justin, Justin looked good. He's, he was a little less brawling. He was a little more fucking, like, trying to throw actual punches and shit. Methodical. 
if you will. It was quick. I thought it was going to last longer. I mean, it went almost around. Yeah. I thought it was going to last longer, too, but I wasn't really that shocked once he started running away on that counter. I, I After about the first one, I was like, Cowboys got about two or three more of those. And he wasn't hitting Justin with shit. But you know what I mean? Like, Justin <clears throat> didn't... He didn't come out... He wasn't brawling. Yeah, no, he wasn't really brawling. He was he, picking the shots He was a picking the shots, yeah. He was being contrite. And, and he, was, that, he was picking up a lot more of his action during the rounds, but being a lot more precise. Like, he, he was... He, he was finding his accuracy, his rhythm, mm-hmm, and then... Mm-hmm. Was... He's changed his style. Like, think back to his two losses. To getting knocked out by Eddie... And getting knocked out by Dustin, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like he 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 changed his fighting style. His last couple of fights, I think, have been different. He's definitely been changing it up. Yeah, Trevor. Trevor's been all right, dude. You can't fucking brawl anymore. This is what happens when you brawl. You get knocked out. You have to have head movement. You have to set shit up. Yeah, no. And after a while, he just took over. Uh, by the end, it was forty seventeen. Uh, in favor of Gaethje, pretty much all to the head. But uh, yeah, really, I mean, since he fought James Vick, his last I loss. Was, James Vick. Yeah, that's what I mean. So much shit. So much shit. Yeah, yeah you know, he loses. He's like, what bitch? He lost two in a row to to Poirier and Alvarez, and then has knocked out but. three opponents straight in the first round. He took, he, he destroyed James Vick. He knocked out Barboza. And now he's knocked out Cowboy. Um, they're saying that um, he actually might get Conor McGregor next. Uh, you know... It makes sense. And Connor's chiming up a lot more. He's saying he's boxing some guy on this date, but there's a fight card in Dublin around that same time. And Gaethje's been uh, taunting him. I think he even commented on, uh, on the same date as Gaethje winning or like right after. Well, you know Gaethje wants that fight no matter what. That's life-changing yeah. money for him. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, dude. I just don't know if that fight makes sense for Connor. Well, like, what other fight makes sense for him, for him, quote unquote, besides the Habib? Khabib fight? No, no, no. That's off the table. I don't want anything to do yeah. with that. When I mean, like, I don't, I don't just mean like rankings and way, like, strategically. If no, I'm, no, he, if yeah, I'm John Cavanaugh, if I'm John Cavanaugh, and I, I've got this fighter coming off of getting his ass kicked like I don't want him fighting Justin Gaethje I don't think because mm-hmm. Gaethje presents a nightmare in several situations he's a lefty as well but who does he fight at 155 I don't know man Poirier, Poirier. Po- I, uh... you could run that back I mean Dustin definitely wants that back they're both coming off of losses to Khabib it, it does make more sense it does make more sense and uh, you know I mean, D- Dustin's just as dangerous. Yeah, but Cow- Cowboy's pretty dangerous, but we've seen him take too many L's recently. Oh, wow, we need—I think we need—he needs to pick up fight. Mm-hmm. 
Connor's not a pickup fight for Cowboy. No. I think um, he would get slapped. Yeah, Al isn't a good fight for Connor. No. Uh, Felder. Al even Felder at seven would be pretty tough. But yeah. um, Connor doesn't want that. It's at seven. He doesn't want a number seven Felder. Right. Maybe in Dublin. Who knows? Irish fucking dragon versus Conor McGregor. Yeah. You could sell it. Yeah. But like, like I said, I don't know if Conor wants that. In 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 all aspects, as far as for Justin Gagey, it makes sense. You know that that's a fight that I mean, it's not only life changing money. That's, a, that's besides the point. Like that's the stepping stone to back to the title. Like he beats Conor, that puts him in prime position. But. Yeah. Because uh, Tony deserves Khabib, so that puts that out of the question. Yeah, if that ever even can happen. Yeah, Dustin's at two, Connor's at three, Gaethje just won, so he's now at four, and that. I could also see Gaethje and Poirier running it back too. I'd yeah, be, I'd be, I'd, 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 I'd go for that. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. see if if Justin fits, fixed the problems in his game that got him knocked out by Dustin. Definitely won't brawl with. Justin, because you saw how um, you saw how Poirier was, even with Khabib, he was he was pawing out his jab out there, trying to find his distance, even though he wasn't being su- successful with it or anything. He was still just, you know, being a lot, trying to find his accuracy, trying to find his distance, and then he well, would throw yeah. a, a bigger shot. Yeah, with, with um, Khabib, you can't just, risk you can't risk yeah. whiffing a big shot because he's just going to duck you anyway, and and yeah, but, so you uh, have to keep your distance. With Poirier, I think he'd just paw out Gaethje. Move his head a little bit and find that chin. Yeah. If he, if he brawled out, is that what happened the first time? Pretty much. I mean, it, it took. It, it, they went for it. You know, Justin definitely mm-hmm. nailed him, but I, I can't remember what round. Let me look it up real quick. Um. But it was it was the same similar thing with like Eddie. It just the you know he got outlasted in that kind of brawl, but. Yeah, and Dustin's Dustin's pretty accurate with this oh, stuff. For sure. he, uh, like I said, he likes. He likes pawing stuff out there, finding his distance, and he's been a lot more calculated. They went four rounds. Lo- he knocked him out early, early in the fourth round. So yeah, I think I think he <laughs> fucking kind of busted him up. Well, fuck off, UFC website. <laughs> yeah, it's that website fucking ball trash. Bolas. All I was trying, I just wanted to see if it would fucking give me there. I just want the strike numbers, man. That's all. Uh, 324 to 196 in favor of uh, Dustin. Yeah. Uh, and the clinch was pretty even, 34 to 36. No ground. Nah, that was all strikes. That was, that was the whole, yeah, that was the whole thing. Uh, round by round. You don't know, that's a little bit more confusing for the I think Dustin pretty much. I think maybe Gaethje might have won one round, and then Dustin just basically beat him up. And obviously, he was almost done at the end of the third if he got knocked out in the thirty seconds into the fourth. So I don't know. I, I run it back. I'm here for it. You're not gonna have to worry about Gaethje trying to take down Dustin. Yeah, I mean he can. He has the ability to. He doesn't use it. Mm-hmm. But he'll mm-hmm. kick the shit out of your legs. He was landing some nasty leg kicks on Cowboy. Oh yeah, he throws some nasty shit. Yeah, dude, his leg kicks are are gross. It's like a baseball bat. Fast, yeah, they snap quick in short distances. He knows how to. I was recently watching a like a Thai a Muay Thai video. Yeah, like 
they were uh, they were they were per- not perfecting, but they were fixing this girl's technique of a roundhouse kick because she was throwing a roundhouse kick, and a roundhouse kick is like this and whoosh, like a whip. Wow! You, but he was saying if he wanted her to kind of throw it up and then wah, kind of like almost like a question mark, but not necessarily making it loop. Right. He's like you want you want it to get there faster, so he's like you come up almost and then bah, and then turn your hips when once you find the elevation point and once you want to turn bah, that's when you come in and he's like you're losing a lot of energy when you whip around and it takes time to reach that big loop that you're looping with instead of coming up and then chopping right yeah so and i, I did i would that's, honestly that's, that's kind of what gaichi does with his shit i would say gaichi probably has as far as far as a wrestler goes, the best leg kicks because you you don't see a lot of wrestlers like really strong wrestlers with really good powerful leg kicks. Like you see them being able to do it, but they, they we have an issue like trying to plant on one like being able to plant on one leg and throw the power like that. It's just a it's, comfort it's thing. It's Gaethje's arsenal. This is yeah, a yeah. big part of his striking. Like, like this is a you just don't, we don't see, see this. You don't yeah, see we that don't from even wrestlers. See this with a lot of strikers. Like like uh, Cormier doesn't really throw a ton of really good powerful leg kicks like they're not bad but like tony i I would say tony is probably the best got the best kicks overall as a wrestler like having that as their strongest background who tony ferguson ferguson yeah well see that that motherfucker kicks steel pipes yeah yeah, but i mean i i would still say i think gagey's leg kicks are more powerful than tony's leg kicks are i think gagey does more damage but i just think like you don't see gagey knocking dudes out with or getting a lot of good high kick lands like tony yeah. can tony can blast some good light the high kicks and body kicks ferguson scares me with uh the videos i see of him kicking stuff it's not it's not safe mm-hmm. um That's... it makes me cringe a little bit because i've broken i've broken my sh- like shin area hey. like i broke my fibia and tibia so like when i see him kicking pipe it's a 36 year old man you know he makes his own decisions. I, yeah, I see him kicking tire. Like, that rubs your fucking skin raw, and he's kicking tire. Yep. But he wants it. And then you wonder why you blow your knee out when you trip over a cable. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well I threw out my back sleeping, so. You know. I've, I've thrown out my back fucking sneezing, so. How does that happen, dude? You wake up, and I wake up. Well, me, I wake up in the morning. I'm fine, take a piss, change. I'm like, ah, oh, my back's a little stiff from last night. And then I get in the car, and I'm like, ah, oh, man, that was wrong with my back. And then I get up, and... No, see, you didn't throw your back out sleeping. You threw your back out something, doing something else, and you didn't feel it until you woke Getting up. Getting out of the car or something? Yeah, Probably. Right. Or, you know, maybe you tried to push a fart too hard, and you blew something out. It happens, maybe. bro. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> now if I'm gauging I totally understand trying to get the Connor fight that's that's a life changing money fight but realistically um I I would I could see Gagey Poirier too you know Poirier needs a fight coming back off of the loss or Gagey's on a winning streak so let's let's see what happens We've Title. seen Connor very vocal lately very vocal whenever he starts chiming up that I got boxing matches I got these matches I got this I got that have a good day. We usually see something get announced that he uh, he's got a fight. Until there's a contract. I mean, Dana, 
Dana, there there was a story I didn't grab because I I didn't really think we would want to talk about it, but there is Dana gave a time there a timeline for Connor. I can throw mm-hmm. it in the news. Hold on, let me find it. Especially with Nate fighting soon. It's for a second time. Okay. I got that for news. So we'll go over that. <clears throat> uh, Glover Teixeira picked up the decision win over Nikita Krylov. Um, not too easy of a win for him, but... Uh, no, nah, not really. But he got it. Was it a choke? He decision he knock him out. Oh, no, decision? it was a decision. Okay. No, he I think tried. He, had a tight choke. He, he tried to choke him a couple of times, and Nikita got a couple of deep submissions, and they just, yeah, Nikita it's all was fight. Yeah, all fight. Glover definitely won the stand up war. Old man, I, I see that. I think I might have picked Glover if I'm not mistaken. Last episode, I think you did. I. I Look, I, he's old. He's not gonna be champion, but he still has, he still has something in that tank. I don't think it's. If you tip it over, a lot's falling out still. It's just not championship level. Right. Um. I don't know where he goes from here. To be honest, though. Yeah. Like who? Who's next? I don't know. No. Yeah. Nobody. A lot of 185 guys are moving up, so we can't have that for um, this guy. Okay. Who at 185 do you want to watch fight Glover Teixeira? I was trying to bring up the rankings. Um, Not Israeli that belongs there. Whitaker belongs at 185. Costa is suspended at 185. That motherfucker needs to move up. Um. He he made it healthily, but uh, Usado was like, uh-uh. <laughs> or the uh, commission. <clears throat> Thank you. The commission was like, fuck that. Uh, Yol needs to move up or just retire. I think he's too old anyway to just decide to move up anyway. Uh, Gasolum, this well, that motherfucker needs to lose weight and move to 170. So scratch that. Hermanson, Ronaldo. Ronaldo's moving up, but he's already got a fight versus... Weidman's moving up. Why, yeah, Rockhold already already moved up. Yeah, well, I guess that's everybody, right? I don't yeah. know, man. I don't know who would. I'm lo- I'm lost with them. Let's see. That's what I mean. At, like at two hundred five. There's Let's nobody see. I really have a desire to see Glover fight anymore. Like I've seen Tiago it all. Santos. No. Anthony Smith. No. Ha- actually, I'd rather have them run it back from one eighty five matchup they had. Glover? Anthony Smith. Won that one. Oh, Tiago Santos and, and Anthony Smith. And Smith, yeah. Oh no, I would watch that. I'm talking about guys that to fight yeah. Glover Teixeira. Yeah, no. but it's all right. Sorry, right. I just got sidetracked because I saw them at two and three. Oh, right got, now. Got, yeah, you, got you, got Let's you. See. Dominic Reyes is facing, uh, fucking what's his name, uh, Weidman. Yeah. At two o five, so that's out. Blockowitz is facing Jacare, so that's out. Uh, Gustafson's retired, but he wants Luke Rockhold, so that's out of the picture in two ways. Uh, Corey Anderson has a fight coming up uh, against uh, Walker. Johnny Walker. Do you remember who it was? Was it, was it Walker? It's, if it's Walker, yeah, it's got to be Johnny Walker. But I thought it was maybe, he's, yeah, he's coming back from that shoulder injury. So maybe. I don't know. But Anderson's at seven, Ozdemir's at eight. He recently lost, so why would he even want that? And I think, well, actually, did o- o- Ozdemir knocked out 
Ozdemir knocked out Glover, didn't he? Probably uh, when he was rising, so. skyrocketing. Pretty sure. I I would think Glover would want Jimmy Manawa. I know that. I I would think he would want to run that back, and uh, I think Ozdemir would want a win. Yeah. Another well, at least to try to get a win. He if he had that. The, the, first sh- the shitty thing about this is is that they poised this fight because Shirkinov was in a decently prominent position when he left. Or not? Sorry, not Shirkinov. Uh, Nikita Krylov. Nikita Krylov was was you know decently ranked when he left the UFC before, um, and was starting to get in the mix of the two hundred five division. So I think they put him against Glover as a gatekeeper match for him to beat Glover and whatever, and Glover got the job done. So now it thrust Glover back into a position he really shouldn't be in. And there's nobody I want to watch him fight. I don't want to watch him get destroyed by, you know, get clocked the fuck out by Tiago Santos or mm-hmm. Johnny Walker or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I like Glover. I don't, I've never really had a problem. Like I've never had any dislike of Glover. I've rooted against him. I've picked against him. But I, I like the guy. He seems like a good dude. I don't want to see him get beat up. He's kind of stuck, though. And I don't really want to see him do these boring-ass fights anymore. Yeah, because even if he... Like you were mentioning, even if he like he's like, fuck it, I'm going to wait till all these matchups get resolved. Like you said, do, you re- do we really want to see him against a young killer like fucking Tiago Santos yeah, or yeah, Anthony yeah. Smith? Like, or even these guys coming up that are a lot lankier and bigger. Dominic Reyes, fucking uh, Walker. Like, these guys are fucking killers coming up. Well, like, we haven't even seen what their full potential is because they're getting by on, like, athleticism. These guys are getting by on fucking neat people in the face. Right. And, like, one shots and, like, wait, we don't even know what they are. They're fucking winning in one round. It's like, what are they? It's like, this is awesome, but it doesn't answer a lot of questions that we have in the in that department. But that can also be very, very bad for guys like uh glover if he faces a fucking um walker that's gonna go in there and blast him to death or a fucking dominic reyes that'll just piece him up for fucking three to five rounds right it's just not smart for him to be doing this at 39 if he's not champion like daniel was Especially with two belts. That's what I mean. You know, Glover Glover had a lot of a lot of miles on the tires by the time he was finally able to get in the UFC. Dude it had a lot of fights. So He's normal. He's okay, it's normal. He's fine. This time it's normal. He's, he's fine, he's fine. Um, speaking of people that should probably quit fighting, like all right, Todd Duffy. Did, can we Look, just agree me, that Todd Duffy was looking for a way out? Me and Jeff were alluding to this last week, and we even stopped alluding to it because we're like, "Look, we'll stop playing with your asshole and get right to it." Todd Duffy likes making excuses, and there's been a mental block, and there's there's always something. He's a killer in the gym, but there's always something. Yep, it's always something. And this time he was seeing double. And it, it, he needed, you know, it It was like, are you ready? No, I'm, I want to take the time. Mm-hmm. I need the doctor. Can you see? No. No. Well, do you need time? I'm seeing double. You like, wanted, well, You knew what to say to get yourself out of that fight. Yeah, it's like, do you, do you want to fight? I can't see. All right, well, I'm stopping the fight. You can't see. Do you, I think they even asked him, 
don't quote me on this, but I think the doctor asked him, do you want me to stop the fight? And he, and if they did, he said yes, and that's why they stopped the fight. He couldn't see. And, well, that's what that was what he said. Uh, to be honest, his he was landing some shots, but the guy would recover pretty quickly. They were, it did look like it would stumble him for a second, but he wasn't down and out. And it didn't seem like Duffy was piecing it together, lining up the shots all 100%. To be able to put him out, and the other guy was landing some shots on Duffy. Duffy doesn't like getting hit. Nope. Big guys don't like getting hit. When I would fight, they weren't there weren't a lot of big guys, and I was a big guy because I was fat. I I would fall in the 185 level if I would if I would lose weight and be all cut up. Big guys don't like getting hit. Duffy's a huge guy. They don't like their egos being hurt. He right. found a way out. He found the way out. And I'm done making excuses for him. He looks like a beast. Uh, people say he has a skill set. People say he's a killer in the gym. But when it comes down to it, he's fighting guys like Jeff Hughes and finding excuses to not fight. Yeah, to get get me the fuck out of here. Oh, I don't get a loss? Yeah, get me out of here. Yep, we're done here. See ya. Nah, bro. It don't work that way. I don't know what else to say for Todd Duffy. I got nothing for him. I got nothing for him. He's, to be honest, he took a win away from Jeff Hughes. Yep. Yep. Jeff Wynn was Jeff Jeff Wynn. Jeff Hughes was going to get a win over Todd Duffy, probably by stoppage eventually because Duffy or tap because D- Duffy, Duffy got hurt a couple times with those hits. Yeah. I could see. I could see the stoppage. It's heavyweight, man. Yeah. It's one shot and the lights go out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, dude, at 185 or above, those guys can knock out heavyweights, and heavyweights can knock out everybody. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the 185ers have power to knock motherfuckers out. For sure. Even 70. Look at Tyron Woodley. Yeah, yeah. That motherfucker Rob- can knock anybody out. Robbie. Guys. Well, look who's at 170, uh, Rumble Johnson. I know he would only cut down to 170, <laughs> but still. <laughs> fucking Skeletor down at one fucking 70. Yeah, man. no shit. No shit. <laughs> Uh, newcomer Tristan Connolly, the hometown boy, picks up the decision win. A well-deserved decision and well-earned decision win over the fucking phenom sensation flavor Eddie of the Gordo. minute. Michelle Pereira. Who no, was... it was Eddie Gordo what? from Tekken. Yeah, yeah. The stupidest... The guy... The guy that break dances and does backflips. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the capoeira motherfucker. Like, look at me. Even though he wasn't doing capoeira, but he was doing all that other fancy shit. So much stupid wasted energy by fucking Michelle Pereira, and you've yeah. probably, you've probably seen the memes. I've seen it shared by people that don't even know what the fuck, don't even watch MMA. Of when you start playing a fighting game and don't know, or just start mashing oh, buttons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> While he's jumping off the cage and shit, like. Yeah. So. I was actually thinking about what I wanted to say about this earlier. And here's the reason we can clown on him. It's like, oh, well, he just wanted to make an interesting fight. He wanted to do this. He wanted to do that. Look, Bettis did it, this and that. Here's the thing. Bettis versus Benson Henderson was probably fight of the year. And when he did that, it was at the end of the fight. And that's what gave Bettis the fight. It was a close-ass fight. Right. That was a Hail Mary. Submission attempts were deep for both of them. They were squeezing out of everything. They were punching each other in the face. They were fucking each other up. And not yet, like you said, it was a Hail Mary for fucking uh, Bettis because it didn't even win him the fight. Like, well, it did win him the fight in the judge's eyes, but it didn't get the stoppage. 
they show him fall and that's kind of it but that he didn't stop the fight after right, that right right uh benson got up and it went to a decision um and they gave the decision to Perez. and my belief was that's what gave him the nod in that fight because it was so close right and, um, and that was when like benson was fucking just edging out mm-hmm. decisions all the time and the reason i go to that fight is because Michelle's like, oh, I want to do this to be exciting. I don't want to be a boring fighter, this and this and that. I do it for the fans. Hey, guess what? Do it for yourself and win and save this for, like Jeff said, Hail Marys. When you need something exciting and it might land and it's a close fight, do this. But when it's the beginning of the fight. To come rushing out and just blow and piss all this energy away. Hey, I'm going to knock you out. It's like, wait, dude, come on. It's like he's got energy right now. He He, He can see what you're doing. He was dead by the end of it. By the, by the by the second round, dude, he was he was gassing, and Tristan Connolly, he did everything right, man. Good for him. Way to way to take advantage on five days' notice. Way to take advantage of your opportunity against the fucking the the dude that's all uber hyped, and you beat him in your hometown. Good on you, kid. One one of the in my opinion. One of the greatest moments in MMA history. Yeah, it was a like. I mean, it was like a beautiful performance. Yeah, the crowd. I mean, it was everything. It was amazing. Like when I first saw this starting, I'm like, "Whoa, why are these two guys fighting each other?" Pereira looks fucking disgustingly huge. Came in overweight. Overweight. Yep. Tristan Connolly moved up from a division that wasn't even his to take the fight five days notice. Michelle's like, "Ha ha, I'm gonna win." He comes in dancing like a fucking asshole. Takes like. And then, 10 minutes to get to the fucking yeah. cage. And then he starts fighting like an asshole, and Tristan's kind of like, okay, I'm just going to weather this stupid shit, and then I'm going to fight you. And that's exactly what happened in his home, well, his home country. I don't know if it was his hometown. Yeah, yeah hometown. it's his hometown. He's a, he's a hometown boy. Hometown. He works at he works at EA Montreal. And, and then, at, at the, dude, at the end of the bout, the fucking crowd goes wild. Yeah. And then at the end of the night, they get fight of the night, but guess what, Michelle? You don't get shit. Weight. Tristan gets your fucking <laughs> your bonus. He goes home with a hundred grand extra in his pocket, dude. So check this because I know you you were probably um, fight companioning, so you didn't hear the walkout. Um, so Tristan Connolly works at EA Sports in Montreal. Oh, that's I, awesome. I don't remember what exactly he does, but he teaches jujitsu to people at ea in the basement on top of like being you know teaches at the mma gym and everything like that but yeah he trains people like teaches people jujitsu at ea down in the basement and shit so that's freaking crazy yeah yep five days notice baby Came in and did the damn thing. Good on you, Tristan Connolly. I, I like him. I can't wait to watch him fight again. He looked good. Like, he, he put together a smart performance. Especially if we get to see him fight in his own division. Yeah. Which they will let him do. He took this on five days' notice. For sure. And then he told Daniel, he told DC, he's like, he's like, and I'll be even that much better on six <laughs> six days. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, six days' notice. Um no, it was, it was an incredible moment for the dude. Um, I felt it. I yeah, felt the emotion. I did too. Like at, at home, I was like, oh, man, this is fucking awesome for this guy. I did too. It, it was, was great. Sick. Yeah. It was a good uh, moment. Good on you, kid. Yeah, don't do not do what Michelle does, be an asshole, because 
when stuff like this happens, you feel even that much worse. Yeah, you just look like that much more of a douchebag. Yep, yep. Like, haha, now, you, now you're getting mocked. Haha, look at this asshole. Mm-hmm. You, you, you've landed on the same level as that, uh, almost as that, uh, that fucking Julian, uh, the jackal, the one that beat up, uh, um, uh, Rose Clark, uh, Jessica Rose Clark. But there was a video, there was a video years ago that went around of him and he's like covered in tattoos and shit. And he's like at the weigh-ins, he's getting in this dude's face and, and just being a complete asshole. And then the guy knocks him the fuck out in the cage. Or the one of the recent ones wasn't uh, that Irish kid, the young one, Gallagher. Yeah, he got in the dude's face. Remember, right when they were announcing the names, like he got in his face, in yeah, his face, and then he got knocked out. Yeah, and then the other guy was like, "Fuck you, motherfucker." James cool. James is just young. He needed to get fucking clapped yeah. to get his head straight. Sometimes that needs to happen. It needed Humbly. to. It needed to because James James got a little bit of humble pie. He's a good fighter, and he's a got a lot of potential. A lot of potential. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, congrats to Tristan Connolly. Uh, Uriah Hall picks up the decision win. Uh, yeah, I can't. He was pretty surprised, if I remember right. Like, his reaction was pretty surprised. I think he thought he lost that fight. Um, He should have. I kind of. That's what I was kind of. Yeah, I'm kind of trying to remember. Um, well, True Face controlled the stand-up, and he had uh, th- two or three takedowns, and he had a lot of control time on the floor, if I remember right. I just remember Uriah was kind of piecing him up because he broke Shoe Face's nose. Uh, you know what it was? I'm looking at the stats now. Uriah so definitely stat- was the better striker. The stats show that Shoe Face got more total strikes. Um, maybe in the stand-up, Uriah was doing better. Yeah, I, think I think it was a lot of more on the floor. Yeah, I was going to say a lot of it probably was yeah. on the floor when Shoe Face was Significant in. Significant strikes, yeah, were 34 to 22 in favor of Uriah Hall. Yeah. Takedowns, three of eight for Shoe Face, but there was a knockdown for um, Uriah, Uriah and Hall. the pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that might have been it. Uh, I, say, I remember Uriah getting the better of him on... On the feet, for sure, because he broke Shoeface's nose early, and that thing was bleeding. Because King Mo was yelling at him, I think in between the first and second round, um, in the well, corner to like, do not blow your nose out. No matter what you do, do not blow your nose out. Yeah, and even even looking at the stats, um, yeah, you could kind of see how it was close enough to where they gave it to Hall. He got the knockdown. Shoeface had more takedowns and more strikes, but the more significant strikes weren't. Uriah Hall's favorite. And then if you watch the fight, you see him do have more control in the stand-up. Shoeface has control on the floor, but those weren't really significant strikes, so how much weight do they hold? Shoeface was... It was a tough fight. And on the stand-up, too, Uriah, because like, like we've noticed, we've talked about this more than a few times lately, especially. It seems like if you're pushing forward, if you're the one initiating the, the fight, the judges are starting to lean more towards that. As a, yeah. as a, they're, they're pushing that more than almost anything because yeah, and it kind of makes a little bit more sense because you're taking the risk, right? Right. You're 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 pushing the action. Well, it's eliminating and this is a fight. It's eliminating the strategy of trying to be a counterfighter. Mm-hmm. It's trying to, I think, eliminate the Tyron Woodley versus Wonder Boy one and two. Well, Ugh. two two especially one had yeah. his, his exciting moments. Yeah, but too they they're like fuck that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we learned from the first one. 
uh, oh yeah, opening fight of the main card, Misha Shurkinov gets the submission win over Jimmy Crute. Yep, first round submission. Nasty. Uh, was this the deep guillotine? Yeah, this was, this was the uh, this was the Peruvian necktie. Okay, okay, yeah, that was pretty pretty nasty. Yeah, um, yeah, it was pretty <laughs> even up until that point. They were just popping each other. I didn't I remember right. I didn't watch this fight until or I didn't watch the only fight I saw live was Cowboy. I got home from work, and uh, Cowboy and Gaethje were just getting ready to start. Like I turned it on, Gaethje was walking in the cage. So that was the only fight I watched live. So I watched it back with my buddy Top Audi, and like this fight was getting ready to happen, or we were watching this fight, and he's like, he's like, dude, he hit him with his submission. I don't know what the fuck it was. I've never even heard of it before, and it happened. And he, you know, he rolls into it, and I was like, I was like, I'm pretty sure it's a Peruvian necktie. And he was like, oh shit, that's exactly what that is. That's what they called it. And I was like, oh, you don't see him very often, but. I've seen a couple of them. Very tight. Yeah, not because yeah. you got to sink that in really. Yeah, you got to step. Really well. You got to really get that leg over that shoulder too when you mm-hmm. roll through. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it was it was real great. How Misha, I mean, he, he he had the choke, but then in his other hand, he was like he was covering Kurt's mouth and his nose, so he couldn't because the tight the choke wasn't wasn't like behind the head tight. You know, he just had it around the throat. And the artery, you know, but he covered, but so the little bit of air Jimmy Crute was still do, getting, Misha just said, fuck that, and covered his face and cut that right off. Good night. Good night. What do you think is next for Serkinov? I don't know, man. What is 185? Um, no, 205. 205. Misha's uh, man, Misha is like he's so yeah, he inconsistent. He just moves up to. He's in the top that, fifteen now, but yeah, he's thirteen. Yeah, he's inconsistent. Yeah. What do you do with the guy? You, you you try to push him, and he's just in. He's inconsistent. Give him Latifi. He's got a loss to Glover. There's a fight I would we could go back and and rewind. Glover's nine. He's fifteen. Latifi, or yeah, he just moved up to well, he just moved up to thirteen. Krylov dropped two to fifteen. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. It was Misha's at fifteen? Okay. Um. Nah, I mean, he's got a win over Kudalaba back in sixteen. He's got a win over Nikita Krylov. Yeah, it's and tough. Then he got knocked out by Ozdemir. Knocked out, knocked out by Glover. He beat Pat Cummins. Didn't Johnny Walker? Didn't Johnny Walker beat him back in March? <coughs> and then, then he beat Kurt. So it's like he just, I don't know. When he should do it, he fucks it up. I, I, no, you're I, right. I've always you're thought right. Misha Shurkinov is a good fighter. He's dangerous. He's got, I mean, he, you know, he's dangerous as fuck on the ground. But his hands are just suspect, and he gets knocked out because he's suspect. Mm-hmm. 
Augusto Saki, the Sakai, knocks out Marcin Tabera. Thank God. Send him fucking packing. He's a um, bum. Yeah, he covered up, and he just covered up, and Augusto was like, oh, yeah, and he started, like, uppercutting him, if I remember right. Dude, Tabera's a bum. Dazed him against the the ropes. Um, so watching these guys, I was like, man, I could have really been a UFC fighter at heavyweight. <laughs> These guys do not even have dad bods. These guys have fat bods. Real, <laughs> Both dude. of them. I mean, dude, my Marcin Tabera is a fucking bum. <laughs> he, he is. He's a fucking bum, dude. It's like he's the type of guy that I feel like. I'm not gonna argue with you. Burgess Meredith would just scream at in Rocky. You're a bum. Dude, Who you beat? Spider Rico. He's a bum. Biggest win is Arlovsky. Who? Tibera? Yeah. 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 That's it. And that was he a shitty fight. Else. Yeah, it was a fucking shit fight. If I remember right, he took him down after getting clipped a couple times or something. Mm-hmm. The three-round decision. He's beat Struve, but again, who hasn't? Who hasn't? Right. Yeah. No, you're right. I'm not going to argue with you. Send him packing. He's a bum. Uh, Miles Johns picks up the decision win over Cole Smith. Um, Hunter Azur picks up the decision win over Brad Katona. Let's see. <laughs> Chase Skelly gets the decision win over Jordan Griffin. That one, if I remember right, it was back and forth. I was going to say, I didn't see the prelims on this one. Um, that one, if I remember, there was a lot of close spots, a lot of submission. Maybe not a lot of submission attempts. Yeah, submission attempts was three can, to two for each of them. I was going to say, three I can see for Chase Skelly and two for the other guy. Yeah, Chase Skelly, he, he likes to go for subs, especially guillotines. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking team alpha male guy. Yeah, no, if I remember right, there was a lot of submission attempts, and some might have even been some deep towards the end, too. Um, From what I remember, it was kind of a fun fight. Excuse me. I meant to go back and check it out because I watched the the main card Monday while I was doing laundry. But um, Smolka. I forgot. Sorry to move on. No, Sorry no, no, to move no. On. Go ahead and move on, bro. I, I I literally haven't seen any of these fights, so go ahead. And Smolka move on. did pretty well. He was getting clipped. Uh, well, I would say he was getting pieced up more, but he might have been reading the situation because he eventually started landing shots and then heavy shots and. Uh, uh, TKO'd uh, Ryan McLeod. Uh, Smolka coming back from addiction, man. I didn't know that till he came back after his firing from the UFC. So, yeah, good man. To see him. Good for Louis. I always like Louis. Yep. Louis Smolka. I've always liked that dude. And then, uh, opening fight of the card, another decision when Austin Hubbard. It just. Fucking 136 to 46 strikes for Hubbard. Just totally destroyed him. Three takedowns out of five. An ass whooping. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, Goddamn. We got, a, we got a fight card on Sunday? Oh, no, it's Saturday night. Sorry. Oh, shit, you scared the shit out of me. Sorry. Well, actually, I, actually, I don't think these... I haven't confirmed that these guys are coming. So, I'm... doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't think they. I don't. I don't think I've told them. It is in Mexico. Yeah, Mexico City. 
That doesn't really matter though. But whatever. <coughs> uh, the twenty first. Yeah. No, it's Saturday. Saturday. I'll be in. <coughs> I'll be at Bert. Going to see Bert, 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 Bert. I'll text you the results. Yeah. They're in the show. Okay. As they go. Okay. I won't see him because I won't have my phone out. Actually, I'll be done before the fight. The main card starts probably, um, depending on the time it starts, uh, because I'm going to the early show. I bought the 7:30 tickets, so nice. Well, there was no late. Out. There was no late show when I bought my tickets originally. They he added it. He added it because we sold out. That's what's up. Yeah. BurtBurtBurt.com BurtBurtBurt.com I forgot there's a new Two Bears One Cave I was going to watch this morning they were, they were deep throwing water bottles Yes <laughs> Yes So uh, Yeah Mexico City man Main event's going to be Yair Rodriguez Taking on Jeremy Stevens Number 7 versus number 8 respectively Um, That's going to be a tough fight for both of them mm-hmm. Uh, The very technical Rodriguez using a lot of kicks and point fighting. Use well, that's how that's how he's got to do it. But Stevens has got that power, man, and he likes kicking a lot, heavy kicks. So didn't he kill someone recently with a knee? Probably he's killed a lot of people. Yeah, it's gonna be a good fight. Yeah, um, definitely rooting for you. Year it's in Mexico City. He's Mexican. Um, I know you hate him because of that, all that bullshit that happened with him, what, two years ago? When he just didn't want to fight? A year ago, oh, yeah. I think. Yeah, I got. Hey, I have no excuse for him. He didn't want to fight uh, Magomed Sheripov. You know who did fight Magomed, Magomed Sheripov? Jeremy Stevens. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm probably going to pick Yair. If Yair fights it smart... He should pick up the win and just avoid the power, man. Yeah, if he Kicks doesn't get sucked out. into a if he doesn't get sucked into a brawl, he, Jeremy Stevens isn't going to beat him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're smart enough. He can, yeah, you said uses uses uh, strikes and kicks to set up shit and just not get in close and get brawled. And, excuse me, beat the fuck out of. Definitely rooting for you here in Mexico City. He'll get a good pop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your co-main event, Carla Esparza taking on Alexa Grasso. We. I am scared of this fight. Yeah, I hope Alexa's been working on her boxing. Or her, not her boxing, I'm sorry, her wrestling. Wrestling, yeah. That. I think she's got her in the striking department. Oh, but for I sure. Carla Carlos is wrestling heavy. Heavy. Very. very. Yeah. And uh, that's where we've seen weaker points in Alexa. Mexico's not known for wrestling. They're getting jujitsu uh, lately, so. Yeah. Don't know. But, yeah. but still. jujitsu camps in Mexico now. Yeah. But we have seen some people been able to deal with the Sparza's wrestling that we've been surprised that have been able to deal with it. So we will see. I'm definitely rooting for uh, my girl, Alexa Garasso. She's yeah. one of my favorite fighters. Young girl. She's like 23. She's young. You, you dirty old pervert. Uh, what are you talking about? 
I mean, I'm just saying I don't I don't ever see you sharing the uh the men MMA fighters uh you know swimsuit shots and oh what because then people think i'm fucking gay <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that yeah not that there's anything wrong with that but i'm not you know i don't well, want clearly fucking, clearly i don't want cock in my face well i hope not <laughs> but, uh, i'm not i'm, yeah, I'm rooting for fighters. i'm rooting for Alexa as well i uh i'm nervous for her wrestling but we'll see Mexico City, man, it'll be nice for her. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see this next, my my boy in this next fight, man. Brandon Moreno. I fucking, I love this kid. Wasn't he out and now he's back in? Yeah, he's happen? back in. He's number nine. I wonder why he was out. Oh, because they were closing 125, right? Yeah, they Supposedly. were, were going to close 125, yeah. Is he back at 125? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, there's a thing he said. He credits, uh... He credits and thanks Henry Cejudo for saving the 125 division. Well, Henry did save it, yeah, but uh, no, I'm I'm glad he's back too. Yeah, I love I love the baby assassin. Yeah, I don't uh, know anything about Askar Askarov. Uh he's blacked out on on my. Yeah, he's team. blacked out on mine as well. I'm trying to go to Sherlock because I close it out, but I see. thought maybe that's where you were. I was hoping, I was expecting it actually. <laughs> uh, I'm on it right now, but where is that fight? Uh... Oh yeah, they... I forgot your other oh, girlfriends okay. on jumped on this card when yeah, uh... Irene Aldani. Yeah, she's the, um, the other guy's ten and zero. Ooh, but where? But where was Brandon Moreno? Let me check Brandon Moreno real quick. What he was doing outside of the UFC? So. He's was fighting and he fought one in LFA, won by punches TKO, fourth round. But he had lost two before getting kicked out of the UFC. Yeah, he was he was on a, a losing streak before he got before he got sent out. That was part of the reason why I think. And this Ask Askarov guy, <laughs> they were looking to cut, and then and oh, he looks he looks doofy. Yeah, the guy the fighting oh no, the fighting Eagles Association. So maybe he's. Uh... Part of Eagle MMA over in uh, I don't know. They're all ACB, ACB, ACB victories. So he's Russian uh, for sure. Yeah, he's probably yeah, part of Khabib's yeah. oh, team. Yeah, he's probably part uh, of Eagle technical MMA. Technical submission. Damn, he's got a twister. Ooh. And then the conda choke. Damn. Wait, let me actually just see. He's got ten submissions, seven submission wins, three TKOs. So no decisions. Okay. No losses. Let's go. His name's Bullet, and he looks goofy, but uh, I'm I'm rooting for uh, Brandon Moreno. Let's go. I'm here for it. Sign me up. Um, I'm Brandon always, got sent submissions. I'm always on Brandon Moreno's team, but that sounds pretty nasty. Sounds like the a nasty baby. Yeah, that sounds like a nasty dude. Yeah, but he looks doofy. Let's go, Brandon. Uh, yeah, Irene Aldana stepping in on short notice for Jermaine. You ran from me. Thurandomy? Hey, that makes that rhymes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Funny how that worked out. <laughs> yeah, no, this girl's new, too. Jan Feeney? Feeney? Ah. Uh, Wait. She's ten and five. Irani's ten and five. I've got Vanessa Mello. 
<laughs> Sorry, I was reading her opponents that she's beaten. Um, Vanessa Mello. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, her last opponent was Jan Feeney from Battle Fighting Championships. Feeney? And Mariana Moraes from Future FC. But uh, they're both 10 and 5. He ran his 10 and 5 as well. I think she's. Well, I don't. I know. I'm not thinking. I know she has the more experience in UFC. And this is in her home country of Mexico, so right. the crowd's going to go crazy. Oh, yeah, they're going to go apeshit for her. She's no a doubt. fan favorite outside, just outside of Mexico. I can't imagine in Mexico City. Yeah. Stadio Azteca, is it? Uh, is that where they're going to fight? I'm not sure. Didn't I'm not, I was uh, looking up uh, who the next fighter has fought. Um, uh, it's just the Mexico City Arena. It's not. No, well, the, the other one would be a stadium. Never mind. It's an outside football stadium. That's like their biggest thing that they have over there. Jesus the Christ. The Aztec Stadium. But that's not where they're fighting. They're fighting Mexico City Arena. Oh, yeah. No, I was. I was sorry. I, I was looking ahead. At, I was trying to. I wanted to look at Martin Bravo's or Martin Bravo's um, last opponents and shit. And then uh, I realized he hasn't won a fight since 2016. With UFC? Yeah, he lost. He's lost his last two, so I'm wondering if they're just feeding, trying to feed this Steven Peterson kid. He lost to Bob Ross and Caceres. Did he lose to Caceres? You know, you know the UFC is. You can't see anything. Yeah, he lost by split decision. Uh, He lost to Humberto Bendene by knee. The 26 seconds left in the first round, Uh, and then. Claudio, he beat Claudio Buyes in his first fight. Okay. In the UFC. Uh, who's he fighting? He's fighting... Uh, Steven Peter. Oh, that guy with the fucking horrible Superman tattoo on his chest. Yeah, that that's Steven Peterson. Yeah. I'm going with Martin Bravo. That tattoo really fucking... Uh, just... Yeah. Makes me want to hate the dude. Oh no. I'm with you. I'm with you. I he he wears juggalo makeup at home. Probably. Um I mean I have a lot of Superman tattoos, but not one all over my chest. That one's super obnoxious, dude. I yeah. get getting a Superman tattoo, but that one's just super fucking dumb. It is. It's pretty stupid. If one of my friends got that and they came over to the podcast be like, Hey dude, look at my fucking chest tattoo. And it was that, I'd be like, dude, we can't be friends anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> no podcast today. No podcast today. Uh, your featured prelim is Jose Quinos taking on Carlos. Take out the sweet super mustache. The Mexican oh, on Jose, Jose Quinos? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's got the whole beard, but his mustache. But his mustache is, is real cool. I like it. Uh, yeah, I don't know who Carlos Huchin is, but I'm I'm going with uh, Quinones. Oh, yeah, I'm going with Jose Quinones. They're guys from Lima, Peru. 10-4-2. That kind of rhymes. Who the fuck is Kyle Nelson? Is that the next fight? Yeah, he's fighting Marco Polo Reyes. Uh, definitely going with Pollo Reyes, but um, I don't know who Kyle Nelson is. Let me bring up his record real quick. Uh, 12 wins, 4 TKOs, 4 submissions, 4 decisions, 3 losses, 1 of each, 1 TKO, one, or 1 KO, 1 submission, and 1 decision loss for him. The monster uh, 
His name is Kyle, and his fight nickname is the Monster. Well, come on. Do you expect him to be that creative with such a fucking... He's Kyle. Look at him. I expected better. Canada. Kyle Steele, come get your brother in. <laughs> he, um, he lost his two fights in the UFC to one to Diego Ferreira back in December of 2018 and then Matt Salas in May submission arm triangle choke okay yeah let's go Reyes Hoyo Reyes is 8-6 let's get a win here Reyes you're in Mexico do it for your country he's 6-1-1 four TKOs two submissions okay Hoyo Reyes but he's also lost the last two in the UFC as well to Drew Dauber and Demir has the Vic. Ah, damn, both by knockout early too. Fuck. Yeah, I'm still going with Reyes. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, Ariana Carnolasi. Oh, she's a shadow woman. Is yeah taking on Angela Hill. Um, Angela Hill's fighting, so she's probably gonna lose. Yeah, the other girl's twelve and one. Yeah, TKO. Angela Hill's gonna lose. Damn, the other girl's got eight KOs, one submission, three decisions. Damn. She's lost by submission, so. Well, she looks pretty jacked, so we'll see. Yeah, I don't want to root for Angela Hill because she always loses, but right, whatever. Uh, Sergio Perez is taking on Alex Perez. I'm gonna go with Sergio. Why is Sergio so far down on the card? I don't know, man. I was just wondering that myself. He's number five. Yeah, I'm definitely going with Sergio. I don't know who Tyson Nam is, but that guy might be actually... He might be Thai or something. He might be a crazy kickboxer. Is he fighting... Never Ty- mind. Is he fighting he's Tyson Nam? He's, fight, he's fighting Alex Perez is what I have. I have Tyson Nam, unless I have it wrong. I don't know. I mean, yeah, the, the fucking UFC website might not be updated. That's not anything on, out of the ordinary. Sherlock sucks too sometimes. So. Yeah, it's hard to say, but yeah, I have. Let's let's see what happens if I click the fight on the main page. I have Alex Perez. All right, we'll go with that. Yeah, I have Alex Perez. So unless Alex pulled out of the fight, I don't know. We'll find out. Alex Perez was the guy that fought Cowboy. No, that's way too no, high. that's uh, Alex um... Hernandez. Hernandez. Yeah, that's it. Alexander Hernandez. Alex Perez at one twenty five. Hmm. He's number 13. Can't remember him. And they gave me, well, maybe I could just go to the UFC because I do have it open anyway, stupid me. <sighs> Man, I'm dumb. You're high. There's a difference. I'm gonna, I got to take another hit right now. I got to snap out of it. <laughs> snap into a Slim Jim. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Dig it. <clears throat> Okay, I don't uh-huh. know who he is. Freak I've seen out, him fight a couple out. times, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't know who he is either. Definitely Mexican, I think. I'm going to pick Sergio. Yeah, I'm going with Sergio. Fuck it. Uh, Vinicius Morea taking on Paul Craig in a light heavyweight bout, both unranked. I don't. I mean, I know about Paul Craig, but... It's not usually very good things. Who's bare knuckle boxing? It's not Paul Craig. No. 
It's uh, it you, right? Yeah. Is it? It's not Gerald Mershant. Is it Godbeard? No. Yeah, God. I think it's Godbeard. The hand of Godbeard. I don't know. Some someone that reminded me of Paul Craig. Similar. I don't know, man. Despite. I don't know. Paul Craig, eleven and four. Did he get a submission one in his last outing towards the end of the fight? Uh, no, he lost his last fight. No, the game. fight before that was where he pulled off the triangle choke at 420 in the third round. Yep. Before that, he lost as well, though, Kimura. Yep. To Kroop. Kimura. To Jimmy Kroop. Yeah, Jim Kroop. And then before that, he beat Magomed and Kalov by triangle choke with one second left in the fight. So. Oh, yeah. Paul pulled up another Hail Mary. He got knocked out by Cleo Roundtree. I remember that. I picked against him. Yeah. I'm rooting for fucking uh, Tyson Pedro beat him up. But um, this other guy looks super Russian or like like one of those Middle Eastern Russian guys where the borders meet and he looks like a killer. I think he's Brazilian. Look, I said looks, all right. I don't know what he's Brazil his home country is Brazil. Well Brazil's all fucking mudded up anyway, so what can you do? Right, what do you do? Um I'm gonna take Paul Craig, why not? Fuck it. And before you guys come at average Joe, so is Mexico. We're all mutts too, all right? So, dude, come I'm, at me. I'm fucking a mix of a bunch of shit. Yeah, but you know, there's different kinds of huskies, and when a husky's a husky, bunch of fucking and Mexico. European I recently, I never really thought about it, but like recently, I had found out about Afro Mexicans. Yeah, like black Mexicans, and I was like, oh, I never really thought about that, but they're more coastal. That's why I'm more mountainous. So there, there weren't as many. I, I'm guessing, or I never really thought about it. Like I've seen darker, but more Middle Eastern features in Mexicans. Not so much African American features, but like mm-hmm. I said, they're more coastal because they only made it to the coastal areas at some points. Right. But I did, yeah, I really didn't start in, like researching that till recently on my own, oh. which is pretty crazy. But that's why I can say that because. <laughs> fucking mud it up even more than us though hey <laughs> uh we got two fights left sajara eubanks Ooh, god damn this is gonna be ugly number 14 taking on number 15 sajara Dude, don't eubanks. talk about beth betch cohara like that is she gonna poop herself no i thought we were talking about women positivity and you said this is gonna be ugly yeah, you fucking talking. jerk i'm not talking about their face I'm, talk- I'm not talking about the face. that bitch is Ugly. Man, she's not called the pit bull for nothing. I'm talking about this fight. This shit's gonna be ugly with a capital U. So the striking department's gonna suck, and their grappling is going to suck. So good luck with this amateur esque fight. This fight belongs nowhere near Sergio Perez. Well, right. Nowhere near Paul Craig. No. This fight belongs nowhere near Mexico. Betch is not Mexican. Sajara is not Mexican. No one wants to see them fight. Somebody wants to see Betch shake her ass. Um, 
I'm look, not gonna lie, she's got a fat butt. I'll say, look, if Gabby Garcia can get a date, Cyborg's been married. Doesn't have very good facial features. There's no other way to put it. Does Chris Cyborg? No, I will. Yeah, Betch as well. She looks like Anderson Silva with long hair. Yeah, they're both pretty ugly. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way to sugarcoat it. Facts. This fight's ugly. I don't even want to pick this fight. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I, hope, I, I hope they both lose. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's close this shit show out because this fucking. It's a good thing that main card's pretty good because this opening card is shit. There's some good fights in it, but Jesus Christ, like, what what were you guys doing here? Uh, Claudio uh, Puelas taking on Marcos Moreno. I don't know shit about either one of these guys. I'm not going to try to bullshit a pick out of this either. Eight and two and five and six. Are they brand new or something? They're both pictured, so I'm guessing not. Uh, no, this, uh, I guess... Uh... Claudio <laughs> Puelles, El Nino from Peru, has um, two fights in the UFC. He's one and one. He lost to Bravo, which is fighting on here as well, but he beat Felipe Silva in his, his last fight, Nibar. Third round. Uh, let's see the other guy real quick. I think he might be new as well. Oh, nice, your dog. You're just going to fucking cop out on me right when I want to check you out. All right, well, Sherzog just said no. I'm not going to load. Still with me, Jeff? Yeah, I'm still with you. Sorry, I was uh, I was jumping in the news. I was like, I was reading um, the Dana White timeline. Sorry, I'm high and I got caught up. No, I got I got a little scared because my computer started freezing up. Well, the that like the the web. Page. Huh. Yeah. Fuck it. Because sometimes I got too much uh, visual stuff from connected to the video card, I guess, and it's like, hey, dude, come on. Stop like, hey, running. Stop running all this porn all the time. You, I got uploaded, bro. Bro. Um. Yeah. Fuck it. Whatever. It doesn't matter. We'll just get in the news and get out of here. I'm hungry. I've been eating dinner. What? I'm fucking hungry, bro. I haven't had dinner yet. The only thing I had today was like a peanut butter jelly sandwich and some fucking Fruit Loops dry. I went to McDonald's right before. Yeah. I had to go to Meyer to get allergy medicine. And then this dude was late coming to work. I was going to try to smash something before we went on, but I didn't have time. I didn't want to hold you up anymore because I was already running late. So we talked about it a little bit, but this is basically Dana's response off of what Connor said. You know, I saw, you know, I'm sure you saw his tweet. Connor wants to fight December 14th in Dublin, but we have a fight in Vegas. So if he doesn't fight on that card, he'll fight early next year. That's basically what fucking Dana said. Boom. Boom. Uh, well, since he got himself suspended for two years because of USADA, uh, the UFC has released David Branch from his contract. Bye Not surprised. Bye. They didn't like the guy. Nah. He, he really didn't do much coming back in from World Series. Nah, he was choppy. Yep. He won. Talked a lot of shit. Yep. Didn't back it up all the way. Pretty much. Um, 
Yeah, so bye bye, David. Way to piss away your second chance, literally. Um, so Matt Hughes is suing the train company uh, that was involved in his accident. Mm-hmm. Basically claiming almost like negligence on their part, saying that they didn't uh, where they didn't provide enough safety warnings in the area of there and Matt Hughes just happened to be crossing as the train was coming through yeah I don't know what to say besides I don't really believe Matt and I think he's trying to get money I don't know the whole situation of like what signs were available the visibility of the train coming like how far down he could see it coming where he was parked why was he there when the fucking train hit him? I heard there was like a lot of different stuff that came out around that time. Uh, there was like shit coming out that he was depressed as well around that time. A lot of people said he was parked on the train tracks. And then when he finally decided to get off of him, his truck skidded and then he got hit. A lot of people say he was trying to beat the train. I, I don't know, but I, I don't, I don't believe Matt to be honest. I don't believe Matt, uh, and um, I think he's trying to get money from the company, from whatever company. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm sharing the same sentiment. I don't, I don't buy it. Sorry, Matt. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. But. Um, Dana White confirms that Steve Miocic versus Daniel Cormier trilogy is in the works. I'm into that. I, I, I yep. would. I'll see this fight again. Let's go. Yep. Run it back. Yep. Uh, they're saying it wouldn't likely, given the the landscape of 2019, and they're both uh, still healing from their fights and the medical suspensions and everything that those fights probably not going to take place until sometime next year. Uh, Roy McDonald and oh shit, I just got Roy McDonald and D, uh, was it Diego Lima? Both passed all their piss tests for their fight. They said soon, right? Yeah, it's coming up. I think it's this weekend or next weekend. Swagger fighting on that one or is that? Nah, Swagger's booked for Bellator 231. Fuck, did I just Get into some more news? Yeah, that's okay. I closed out the other one on accident anyway. Oh, okay. Well, Swagger's fighting on that one. Yes. Some, against some dude. Oh, uh, that takes place uh, October 25th, and he is expected to fight Anthony Garrett. Four and we, two. the people. I got nothing for you on that, bro. I that was, was the thing. I was that not. Was I was not watching WWE when Jack Swagger was there. He had his, he would put his hand across. There were the real Americans, and he would say "We the people," and then the, then they would go fight. But then he had a shirt that just had a hand across the chest. Okay, kind of weird. That's weird. That's real weird. Yeah. Uh, last story of the night. Oh wait, I gotta bring up the ones you sent me. Uh, Shane Burgos 
And um, Mac One and Americani have been added to USC 244. That is taking place on November 2nd at Madison Square Garden. Cool fight to add there. Yeah. I've always liked Americani style. He's fast. Paced. Yeah, yeah, I like Americani. He's always exciting. The uh, that that's the the fight card headlined by the battle for the BMF belt. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! What the fuck? I mean, I'm I'm into that fight. It's just really weird that the, that Dana actually is putting a belt into it. I know it's a one time belt, but he's sticking it to Usman and uh, Covington. He's like, you guys don't want to play ball? All right. Here's a fake belt I'm going to put for these guys to have a well, headlining. It's definitely card. not the first time they've used a fake belt to headline a card to save a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. See Tony Ferguson. See, I mean Max earned it later, but Max, fucking. A lot of people say uh, Whitaker. Whitaker, yeah, because he's got the. Uh, interim. Mm-hmm. He won the interim, and he's never fought the lineal champion. Right. Which would have been through Bisbing, uh, GSP. But then they had two interim champions because he got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's all I got. Damn, we're uh, we're pushing two hours. That hasn't happened in a long time. Damn, it's almost eleven. Yeah, it's almost midnight. <laughs> I don't have to work as early as you do, though. Bastard. I know. I know. I'm still up pretty early most days, anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um. I don't have anything else, man. So if you got you want to do some plugs or whatever, real quick, and then we can call it a show when we did three weeks in a row we did it that was a pretty cool uh leopard eating an alligator yeah the jack that the... up you asshole what Uh-oh. the hell you don't like my stories <laughs> what am i gonna rafa sent me a video of a leopard or sorry a jaguar taking an alligator out as new as news as, as news. news he's like yeah i got good stuff for you and then it's a link to a twitter that he's like it's a fight don't worry don't worry not a day. Uh, no, nah, I got nothing else besides uh, check out Full Heel Podcast, uh, where I break down wrestling careers, match mostly matches, but I've recently been just uh, touching on the careers while I go through the matches. Uh, me and Jeff, me and Ryan, me and Jesus, me and the rewrites, me and Son Caesar, and me and a couple of other my friends. Smoking weed, talking wrestling, talking fights, fight companioning. Um, go ahead and join the group on Facebook. I have a poll recently up there voting for your favorite wrestler uh, and whoever wins the poll. Undertaker's in the lead right now. Uh, that's the next one we will be breaking down. So please vote. Please vote and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, YouTube, and all that good stuff. Um, get ready for Kovalev versus Canelo. I will be podcasting with Johnny the Body, and that's the same night as Masvidal and 
Nate Diaz. So it's going to be a crazy night of fights. Hopefully a record-breaking night of views for Full Heel Podcast. We will see. Um, that's all I got, Jeff. Bam. I love you guys. We love you. I'd blow you guys if it wasn't gay, but <laughs> it's gay. So I'm not going to do it. Again, not that there's anything wrong with it. No, there's anything wrong with it. I just don't like no. the right. thing. Right. I'm right. not gay. Right. Right. I got nothing else, man. Thank you guys for listening. As always, we appreciate it. You know, do go do the thing that I always tell you to do. And uh, we'll see you guys next week for another episode of the, the Average Joe's MMA show. The world is a drought when out of love.